1: Welcome along to the Wise Men Sear podcast, where we have a three-three draw to talk about. The fourth three-three draw of the season. Nothing says championship football like that. But will we have championship football next season? Is it too little, too late? We're going to talk about that tonight. Myself and Gareth Barker are joined by, first of all, regular Gary Foster. Well, I'm saying regular. You're part of the Sem- wise semi Yeah, you're part me? of the Wise Men Seer team. But it is a while since you've been in. I think, or it seems like it is, anywhere. I think so it's a since I've been on when you've, yeah, when you've been on. Yeah, that's
2: probably it's It's so, such a long time he's forgotten to talk into the microphone.
1: Well, to be fair, it's not it's not a problem. We don't normally need to give Gary a microphone. No, no, carries quite that loud. Over, so uh, that, that's the first, asking Gary to speak up or to speak in the microphone. I think you're probably right, Gary. Uh, Gary. I think it's just I haven't been here maybe the last You couple. need to move around
2: towards me because yours oh, is a funny oh, this angle. Is, this, this is, not just this is just
1: all, like all pro, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Professional. Yeah. Professionalism. That goes well out the window, that does. Especially on the Monday version. <laughs> it's like everything at Sunderland, isn't it? <laughs> professionalism out the window. We're also joined again by Lee Howie. Glad to have you back on, Lee. Uh, we'll we'll talk about Thanks. your book a little bit again because now I've had the chance to read it. Um, and uh, But also the game of the weekend. You, you, you go to all the games now again, don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it then.
1: And enjoyed it. What, well, th- this is the thing, okay? I, I'm going to start. I'm leaving myself open to ridicule here, okay? Because I went to Bolton.
2: <laughs> that does uh, been open for a yeah, long time. it has.
1: It has. Extra ridicule. Um, it's, I went to Bolton as well midweek. One point in two games. So, as I said, I know that I'm leaving myself open there. But this is the first time, honestly... Where the effort and performance of the players, I think it's been the most encouraging it's been all season, personally. And it might be too little too late. But we've always said, week after week, look, if the players are putting it in, we can deal with most things. Was there one person in here, or in the stadium, let alone here, that thought when Middlesbrough went 2-1 up, we were going to get anything from that game initially? No. No? No, not personally. Based on previous experience. I thought that was it. Yeah. yeah. So credit to the players, Yeah. No, oh, definitely. I
0: thought there was a, a bit of nastiness around mm-hmm. there on on their Saturday. There actually there was some tackles flying in for and I, for the first time. I was for this season. I was quite proud. of The lads. Yeah, they lost lost the rag a couple of times. A few of the players, but I'd rather have that than the yeah. uh, lethargic performances that we've had recently.
2: And that was that was the encouraging thing. I think around that. Obviously, we'll talk about the red card thing. But regardless of whether you think it's a red card, a yellow card, or whatever, it was nice to see somebody smash someone. It and like well, it's, yeah. right up, it's right up Lee Street. That <laughs> is well, right, it's true. Though, isn't it? Like how many times do you see them like running around doing jazz? Would have been a yellow card, in might yeah, head though. Well, well, I thought it was a <laughs> yellow card on Saturday. Or Sevilla ticking off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, I thought
1: it was a yellow card. Do you want to start with that because you mentioned it? Yeah, yeah. It come depend- come this, wall, this,
2: this, this depends. Seems having mic issues and right. This is better. Right, better, okay.
1: Yeah. This depends clearly on where you were sitting in the ground because the replays make it look really, really bad. But that's from a camera the other side of the ground. I was sitting in the north stand. In line with the incident, and we were all encouraging him to go for the ball. Go on, it's there to be won. And then, as, sec- as soon as he went for it, the player was past him and gone, which made it look worse. I thought yellow card at the time. If I'm being honest, I thought the four Middlesbrough players ran up and got straight in the ref's here yeah. and I knew he was going to send them off just because of that. It does look really bad when you look back. How did people see it from where they were sitting? Because this seems to benefit whether you, uh, this seems to impact whether you thought this was a red card or not. You thought it was a yellow, Gareth. Were my well, opinion? I was
2: right on top of it I right. sat on the halfway line on that side. So when when the challenge went in, it was just a case of because he's so quick, he's not. Yeah. yeah, And then it looks he's caught him. He, he's gone over, you know, and, and it looked it looked a lot worse. It looked more reckless, but he didn't go over the top. I mean, it wasn't like a scissor tackle or anything. He's just confronting no, the I'll, ball. I'll, I'll agree with this. If you watch for about ten seconds after that
0: incident, mm. there was four Middlesbrough players yeah. around straight the referee, in, it, yeah. straight in, straight away, and I think that made his mind up quickly, because I think that was a 50-50 decision for the referee, wasn't she? Sure. Well, maybe have said something to the linesman, but the Middlesbrough players sorted that one out.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and, no, and this is an issue we've had with Sunderland players, no Sunderland player went over to counter-argue or, yeah. or say to the referee went, actually... went a little bit later, but... Mm. It, but, Didn't but he the, booked?
2: There was it him on it, McNair got yeah, booked? Yeah, that right. was after the
1: card came out, yeah. I think, wasn't yeah. it? you know like someone like Larson would have been straight over there wouldn't well,
2: he <laughs> someone <laughs> would tickle someone and yeah. leave me straight But or... <laughs> well,
1: that's why you, you need a bit of that Lord, yeah, don't you absolutely right so Gary where you were from Did, were you there
3: I wasn't I, oh, I've, right, already, okay. I've already okay. seen oh, it on replay so, read, you, so, you, so <laughs> it looks like a red to you we're slowed down it always looks worse than it's slowed down so it's hard to tell but um, obviously I never played at any sort of level that Lee did but I was a, I was a bit of a clogger when I played like Sunderland and Saturday morning so I thought it was a fair tackle in my book
1: <laughs> I mean people not that anybody who doesn't support Sunderland would listen to this but I, I do understand that they're going to be thinking them idiots are talking about that and they're saying it wasn't even a red card of the way again because if you just saw that on the telly it looks like one doesn't it but you, you can only and a couple of people have tweeted us saying oh from where he was sitting it looked really bad so well, I it guess the like, like, perception what? comes <clears> from where he was sitting in the ground I guess but I'm going off real time, sitting yeah. behind it, willing him to make the tackle he did as he did it. I didn't think he he
2: wasn't reckless, like or it wasn't it High. wasn't endangering no. him. You know, it, it was just one where he's slightly late, late because he's qu- probably the quickest player in, well, in the top two divisions, arguably. Okay. Um, you know, and he's a big boy as well, and he? he's like all muscle. Um, although he didn't seem to get much on, well, he did actually clout over here to in the face, like I don't know how hard he hit Did him, anybody say that at the time? Or not? I, Adam, I didn't no, see it at the no. time, but I've seen the replay from behind the goal. Have you seen that no, one? No, I haven't. No. <clears throat> it's absolutely, he just grabs him by the throat and just yeah, punches was, him there in
3: there the was face. One, there was a one yeah. on social media today from like yeah. inside that, like looking straight down straight the, at us. down the barrel. He supposedly
2: poked him in his eye before that, like, but his, Well, actually, <laughs> we'll it looked like Troy had a go him once and didn't get a good connection on him so he grabbed all of them then hit them in the face and it was a, it like a, I mean the fact they're going to appeal I think it's
3: if you're going to do it you want to do it properly don't you I understand them going back you know a second goal and then you <laughs> could
2: argue as well I mean the, it all comes from the incident with Clark Sultner why that's happened why he's why he's wound up wound up mm. and, and he obviously thinks highly of himself that player um, you know you can tell in the way he like you know goes around the pitch he obviously thinks He's, he's probably the best player on the pitch well, that's it t-
1: probably was it's part of his genius isn't yeah, it it's yeah, part of yeah. a player's genius that yeah, isn't it believing it in himself self belief yeah but yeah obviously he's got a lot almost. of self
2: belief and i think you know that, that I think he's he's this isn't the first time that he's uh, been sent off uh, punching somebody this season i think it's the second time i don't know if the first time he got rescinded i can't remember but i, I know he's been i think it's the second time he's done it so obviously he's got a
0: since Peel has come over, I think I've read a few articles that he's had to put his arm round him. He's one of these that needs, you know, really looking after, telling him mm. he's fantastic, all that sort of
2: stuff. Mm. But yeah, obviously he's got that uh, hot headedness about mm-hmm. him. I think remember, he, I remember when he came, he came on for Villa against us that time, and I think he set the equaliser. We beat him three one well in the end, but he absolutely roasted the oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the full back and put that was a cross a great goal, that in. One, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, very too two or something. I think it was who was scored no. there, like a volley.
1: It was the Spanish... Uh, oh, Gill. Gil. Gil. yeah, it was, Gil, yeah. It was yeah. like an acrobatic yeah. volley when it
2: was a great goal, but well, I remember he was like, that's one of the... You burst past him, and obviously you got, if you've got pace, that's it, isn't it? Now, like you, you, that's probably why sorrow's done so well, mm-hmm. you know, is that's why he's you know, twice stayed in, because he's quick, and I think if you're quick or you've got a bit of physicality about you, if you're young, then you've kind of over a bit of a hurdle. Zorro
1: using his brain is, is the thing that's impressed me mostly, he's really improving and coming on every game isn't he, from mm. that, that aspect of his game, we yeah. know he's quick but he looks like he's adding game intelligence to to it as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I think that's all the young kids need, they need a little bit of development, a little bit of time and I think again if if we were in a better position he might have come in and when he's had a, a poor game he'll probably have come off and sat on the bench for t- 3 or 4 mm. games the, the the position Sutherland's are in at the moment it's it's you're in soon and that's it you develop and and Fab Pletterum he's, he's he's come he's come on a ton he looks like our best
2: player at the moment doesn't he best forward player anyway I would say
0: Well he he's looks not...
1: like if you're going if you're going he's the only person carrying a, a real goal threat yeah. you, you would think wouldn't you Williams played well when he come on and we all suggested uh, on Thursday that you know the the side Coleman pick wasn't a million miles away from what we said probably with the exception of Williams in for Honeyman so he, he, Williams hasn't done himself his any harm either has he with his, his cameo
0: no I, and I must admit that, and unfortunately again I found uh, Paddy McNair just mm. give us that again that I physicality yeah, and he massive, driving forward and, and looked a bit of quality and I just think we did look a better team on, on, on better. Saturday and especially I mean we went went one up which is always great I mean that's what we've been wanting for, for all season because once we go one down as we were talking about before two mm. one down we think thinking here we go again but the but for me, the start and the way we went about the the business of getting stuck in and stuff, I thought that, that was back to the old days. That was back to stuff that we really mm. enjoy watching.
1: Paddy McNair. I mean, <laughs> people know listen to the show maybe how much we put on Paddy McNair. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sure it but Coleman's referenced it himself. He played at Bolton and he was absolutely knackered, and he was kept on for the ninety minutes. That says a lot. He was playing after he went down two or three times injured at the weekend, and that mm. says a lot. Coleman even referenced it after the game. We look so much better with him in the side, don't we? Defensively and offensively. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that is down with his stature, but it's, it's more than that as well. Touch it's, of class, as you see. He's
0: a bit of quality, isn't he? I mean, he's mm. been in Manchester United for, 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 since he's been a kid, and, he's, and we've, we've obviously got him. But unfortunately, he's just struggled with injuries again. And it's just, just another one that if we can get him fit and playing regularly, we've got a chance. But unfortunately, again, he's. Well, There's been he, no he,
1: update on that, has there, so far? No? It no, looks like the groin, isn't it? groin well, injury. I think the think? worry
2: is that he's had a problem with the groin after. He'd, after the knee, when he's come back, and mm. I'd be a little less worried if it was a different injury. A kick. Mm. You know, whereas when he's, it's his groin again, you think maybe sometimes when there's a recurring problem that they try and nurse it and nurse it and nurse it, and then it gets to the point where we might have to do something about it, and mm. maybe with the, maybe there's a hernia there or something like that. You don't know. I don't know. I mean, but maybe, maybe just the fact it hasn't gone away. Even though he's had loads of rest with it, because he was out, remember, he didn't do anything for a couple of months after he came back against... Well, about six weeks after he came back against Burton. Then he, I think he had a half against... Um, he had a half against Bolton, didn't he? Then he came back against Burton, and then I think he was nowhere to be seen again for a couple of months, and then now we've had him back again. and Yeah, it's, it's obviously it's his groin. So, you know, maybe... <laughs> You hope it's not as bad as Gibson's, but you think even if it's six weeks now, then yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm just above the tunnel,
0: and he was, he's what, and Derby looked, he looked super. He looked super disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I think he knew that. Yeah, he tried and tried to carry mm-hmm. on, but he
1: just, he just couldn't. Oh, great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just as things start to look over a tiny, but while well, I'm saying
1: that, you know, somebody might listen to say you talking rubbish. We have got one point uh, in two games. Before we we talk about where we think Sunderland can go from here, uh, one of the few tweets we've got. I've tried to categorise them as as best I can, because um, I do want to speak to Lee about his book again in a bit. Um, this is one I have saw crop up on social media, so I'm wondering if any of you guys noticed it at the game. Uh, Richie Kemp is asking us, before the penalty Saturday, did anyone else see Lee all? tell Kemp which way to dive before he dived the opposite way? Yes. I've seen a few, you noticed that, did you? I
2: did, yeah. Right. If I was a keeper, I'd be really annoyed. Cause I'd be thinking I just want to concentrate. I don't need. I don't want somebody putting ideas in my head.
0: Uh, again, I think when you're a professional goalkeeper, I think you normally do your homework work. So have you we know. got one of those? i have <laughs> <laughs> got a number of goalkeepers. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm not sure. i mean, the I'll, the I'll, I'll let you decide whether any, uh, any of them are any good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think generally, uh, when it comes to taking the penalty, again, it's you, it's it's a guess. It's guesswork sometimes. A, a, or a goalkeeper can do a bit of homework, see where he prefers, and then and take that. But, yeah, I don't
1: know again. what's made Catamol do that, though. Like,
0: but sometimes, you know, for us, it's all mind games. If he shows yeah. them he's going that way, mm. does it change his mind? I think sometimes it's just, it's just again, mind games sometimes. and or, or, But maybe it affected camp mm-hmm. rather than they did the penalty taker. I mean,
1: the, the, the penalty summed up a disastrous start of the second half, 10 minutes. And, and when we came, I thought, in the first half... We looked so in control. Middlesbrough were having half chances, but you didn't really feel that threatened. Um, I think the red card did affect us more than it did then But even before Borough scored, we were sitting there saying, "What the what the player?" they looked like they relapsed a little bit, where they had the ten minutes playing like the player previously, th- worrying about the thing. Oh, we've got a lead here. We've got a lead here. Instead of playing the normal game. Now the first goal was a a touch of quality from from Banford, definitely, yeah. but we invited them on. We invited them on. Definitely, yeah, I think we could have
0: closed it down a bit quicker. We just stood off him. He just, he's just rolled it back. And to be fair, it's a, it's a fantastic finish. But still, he shouldn't have had that space. We, mm-hmm. in the, again, on the, in the first half, we wouldn't give him that. We were on the front foot. We were, we, we were committed. It's just moments, uh,
1: Garv, as well as it. was it? It frustrating was... because, like we're saying, you know, the one moment against Bolton, we defended one badly. You know, Your keeper error, and we lose the game. And then against Bury you would only, you would see that ten minutes to start the second half. You know, was the only part of the mm. game where we weren't on the front foot and getting at them and, and trying to play and if easier said than done I guess but if they kept the same mentality I, I, you know but Boris scored two goals within that within that window within that 10 minutes I think
2: that you know the first one it's almost I know obviously it's going, you're not going to just leave Cornier deal with on his own and I know Catamall came in to close and there was another guy I don't, I don't know who it was who came in from Bamford's left I think it was, the it, was it the close time. and then all of a sudden it's like as the two came in the close that's when the space appeared it was almost like it complicated things mm. like if Coney had, had it just dealt with him on his own he might have been alright um, and then <clears throat> you know like I, I think that at the moment the problem we've got is because we've been so bad defensively and our goalkeeper's been so bad that every time I concede a goal it will always be focus on how bad the defendant was or how bad the goalkeeper was in the situation, even though you could probably knock the severity of the errors down a notch, whereas you know it just, it just feels as though it's, on, it's a, the cherry on the cake, isn't it? But I think to be fair, the, the second one, and you're right about inviting the pressure on, but the second the second one's annoying because the ball probably spins into the only place where there can be a problem. Aside from the straight to Sombolonga's feet, um, it goes into that area where it's like right, mm. you know who reacts first, and he just got a yard on him, and then that was it. Then space closed up. I mean the third goal. I mean it's a great ball, isn't it? I mean they've got Besic from Everton in midfield. Yeah, good player. You mm. know if you know if we haven't got a player like that. Not many probably players in the in the top six in the championship have got a player like that and he's played a through ball in behind 35 yards. You know, that, that's impressive, but at the same time you think, well, could the keeper maybe have been a little bit further off his line and closed that space quicker, rather than people having to go to O'Shea again? Yeah, because O'Shea's always maxed out anyway. come so. out
3: really quick, but then take an age to, to get where, where he needed to be. You know, the initial burst off, off the line seemed like... He seemed to do it early, stop. but then just it just seemed mm. to take an age to to get there. It was like slow motion. Really.
2: If he's two yards further forward, <clears> he gets <throat>
0: he gets the ball, doesn't he? Mm. Again, yeah. that dog comes down with confidence. I yeah. think he's yeah. given away a penalty a few minutes before, and then he's gone half and half, and he's thinking, should I? and I think all of a sudden he's thought, I better stop. And mm. but again, if he's confident, he comes flying mm. out. That's the and that's the difference we've got. We've got a you know, quite a few goalkeepers, mm. and not one of them seems to be playing with any sort of mm. confidence.
1: I just think with the, with the third one, it's like. Yeah, you can you can break it down and and knock some criticism around, but if you watch the championship highlights, more goals, more goals that are scored yeah. in the championship, uh, the defending on shore like that, and that's mm. kind of the level we're at. It, it's just, for me again. It's just the, you know the the, the mindset the players with those two two goals when we well, went two is, one in, down.
3: And it's a confidence thing again, isn't it? It's like we're talking about at two-one. Did anybody think here we go again? Well, everybody did. I, well, I'm, yeah. But I'm guessing even the and that must affect the players even. Like if if they're in that situation week after week, and then they're on top, and then all of a sudden they get flipped like after the other and think, oh no, not again. It's gotta affect them.
2: I have to say I didn't feel as deflated as normal when we went two-one because I felt as though because we'd been playing well in the game. I thought there's plenty of time left. You know, it's not like we're eleven against ten. There's plenty of time in the game. And you know, hopefully we'll we'll get some chances, and we did make. Well, we got we straight
1: made, back on the front we foot. Made, didn't
0: we? we made. We that's made. Lots that's of that's what I was about to say. If you
2: think of Johnny Williams, he he, he wanted it all the
0: time, and the, and all of a sudden we had willing runners still. Where before we've looked at it and it's just like who wants yeah. the ball? You know, it's here, here we go again. We getting beat. But for the first time, I saying maybe said said the first game of the season against Derby, mm. we actually there the mm. seemed a real will and a real sense. You know what? Yeah. We're not defeated yet. We're, we're going to keep trying, and I think again i think for the first time as well the atmosphere was was a little bit better as well and i just yeah some left a bit early and Mm. missed the the goal so even 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 that not as
1: many as normal (laughs) i would say Um, i definitely
2: felt as though it it did go to show that if they give something then they'll get a lot back and that's i think they didn't even you know that it wasn't like you know, ridiculous performance where like everyone they had to give to get everybody on side. It was just to show, like was said at the start, just show win a second ball. You know, show some. Nip, you're a
1: nip in front of somebody to win the ball ahead of them. Stuff like that. That that's the kind of thing that gets a fan up. Getting your head up when you get the ball. Mm. Players moving into space. Stuff like that goes noticed by Sunderland fans. If the players don't do it, mm. they let them know about it, don't they? That's why we're saying, I mean, it it seems ridiculous to. You think we just won back back-to-back games or something? But do people still have hope bearing in mind how poor this league is and the fact it's four points if bit, anybody if anybody it's not, knows well, it's
2: not four points really though because we've got a situation with Barnsley and Hull haven't worked tomorrow night so that's going to change regardless because okay. they play each other so one obviously, obviously one of them Hull are either going to go away or Hull are going to drop and they're going to go above I mean probably a, a Hull win or a draw would be the best result in that game but We've got we. It's we've just got to focus on what we do for the next. Yeah, we've got three games in a, a week, week again, <laughs> yeah. and, and then. Hope okay, that right, but we look, win so forget about games. the amount of
1: points. The question still stands. Or is anybody optimistic still because of the, because of the levels of commitment or not? Or, or do we think it's too little, too late for Sunderland now? If anybody, if any set of fans have seen this happen before, Toss I think we've been in this situation before, and it were situations before. Yeah. Than
3: this. I, I think we need to see the. It wasn't just a one-off against Borough mm. before, like. Or two.
1: Or, the reason I'm asking this because we've had, I mean, we've had so many turning points. We asked this question when we were three 0 down at Bristol City, and you know, then the players went out and they were pathetic the next game against yeah. Brentford. So I think the fact it's, although the points wouldn't suggest as much, this is two performances I've seen in two mm. games. That's that's what I'm driving at.
3: Yeah, I, I suppose. Also, I mean, I guess you. Always, even even in like the deep recesses as a and fan, you, you've always got some kind of hope. Um, but <clears throat> it's going to take a bit more. I mean, oh God, I hope I'm wrong, but I think it's going to take a bit more to, to turn it around for me.
2: I think it, it feels a little bit like the. Um, it felt like that Man City game, you know, when we signed the, all the K's and we got beat one well, nil, and everyone was kind of thinking, "Well, we're probably." Our races run here really, we haven't got enough games left and you know, it's gonna to be too little too late. Because but it's only two performances. You know, you gotta have a third one. If 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 we play well at the weekend and get a result, I might be thinking, Yeah. You what? know, because we haven't put perform we we haven't put wins back about wins together, we haven't put performances together, so like Coleman said after the game, you know we we didn't just play for forty-five minutes, and that's two that's two week, two games on the bounce where we have played, and I thought Catamore was very good in both games as well, um, which is important. You know, obviously we had McNair in the games so, though, and like he's not going to be fit for yeah. the next game. I mean, it's massive that it I mean. is, and
3: obviously you take the positives out of Williams' performances, mm. but then again, flip side of the corner absolute massive blow-in. And they'll have McNair available.
2: I mean, on, uh, McManaman. If you're going to talk about mix, who <laughs> all involved, the mix, in, all <laughs> the mix involved, uh, influence in the game. Talking about, you know, said early on when he joined, he always wants the ball. Mm. You know, and at least again he came on wanted the ball. It was players who wanted the ball. I hope it wasn't just the fact that he obviously had some sort of beef with Tony Pulis <laughs> that <laughs> made him play well for that half an hour. Because I like to think. If he was available for selection on Saturday and gets picked, then he goes and builds on it. I always um, worry
0: about Man, He just seems to be playing on the edge of the, the edge of some sanity. He's just <laughs> he's just he's just on that edge. He could just flip at any time. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? Yeah, fair play player, him, he goes and scores a what, terrific goal, and he and, and he gets his he, he gets his joy with uh, with a Pulis and I'd have took a yellow card for that as well. But uh, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That match to me just. That was back. It was a bit of there was a bit of edge, there was a bit of nastiness around it, and I think it suited us. And and if we can, and going back to, to your question, say, if we can bottle that and take it to every game, that do you know what, let's give everything, let's give it all, let's let's not give up. Uh, there's there's end, always yeah. a chance, and you just think that's the simplest part. But it is the, the lads are just really really suffering from a, from a confidence crisis, really. But they must be able to gain something from from what they've done there.
3: I think all, all the people in the stands want to see, see the same as Saturday. show shows that it matters and I don't doubt that it does matter to them you know what I mean but whether it's a confidence thing or whatever just far too often this season and last season even if you want to go further back when things haven't been going our way it's just appeared as if we have just rolled over and wanted our bellies tickled and it's just that's what gets you We understand about the restrictions on the quality of the squad. We understand about the financial implications and why we've got what we've got. But, you know, we've been watching Sunderland long enough ourselves to remember players who weren't technically the most gifted players. But as long as they're, you know, busting a gun in that shirt, then some of them were like heroes, do you know what I mean? Even though they weren't probably the most gifted players you've ever seen play for Sunderland.
1: You'd hope something's clicked with them for the home Um, the, you know the fear of playing at home as well because Chris Coleman was praising the fans and saying it's as loud almost as he's heard he anywhere came, with a ground <coughs> he,
2: he came out on the pitch, didn't he, at the end and mm. sort of clapped everyone. It felt as though he was kind of going thanks, you know, for sticking Still with was. them, right. and you know they did st- stuck with them. Like that's why I kind of felt as though it wasn't going to. The atmosphere didn't drop like it does when we're when we go behind. Yeah, and it feels as though like that's it now the game's over. But even when we went two one, it felt as though. I was still in this, there's still time and you know the there was. Um <clears throat> but it's just
3: But you got um, that, you got that feeling that that was the case on the pitch as well yeah. as off it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like like you see it, normally like there's a there's a once like one thing that happens yeah. like oh we go two goals down or we go goal there. There's just like a switch on the atmosphere, it sort of mm. drops and then it goes, here we go again and then you see it on the field where it's like Mm. But there wasn't it doesn't appear that there was that on Saturday. Everybody sort of saying that they, they kept on going on the pitch and and the fans didn't turn on them off the pitch. It seems like there was like a, a real like desire to get something out of the game both from the fans and from the players together for once.
2: I guess uh, you know, positives on the pitch as well. If McNair is out then I, you know, we've got a Ajari, Ajari in my comeback I guess and he's at least he's tall, you know, he's physical. A bit more physical, maybe than some of the other midfielders we've got. So mm. maybe you'd be tempted to try and get him in there somewhere. Um, I think Honeyman probably needs a rest. Um, he struck, I thought he struggled again at the weekend. Um, you know, and, and maybe he's been pretty. He's played like pretty much yeah. every game this season. So
3: and he's been asked to do loads lot. of different roles yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Which uh, you kind
0: of follow his there. endeavour. No, no. The <coughs> lad just runs all over the place. Yeah. But I think he's just. Yeah, yeah, again, I think if we've got. Players coming back maybe a bit of a risk would, would help George a lot yeah. as I say, I think he, he did
2: struggle. And I think he should. I think that McGeady change should have been ten minutes sooner. <clears throat> um, at the weekend I thought I was saying to my dad like, need to make that change. He needs to make the change just but, because we needed a, we needed obviously we're three two down. We needed a goal.
3: Mm-hmm. I think I mean, the thing is with the likes of, um, George and that everybody looks at his age. Yeah. I think he's twenty three, twenty four, whatever. But what they've got to remember is this is like his first full season in senior football and it's just like you know, it's gonna take its toll no matter how old he is or how experienced he is. These lads are being pushed like forward because we have got nothing else and they're asked to carry the weight of the club <coughs> on their shoulders basically. Uh, and it it is still their first season in football and we're expecting a hell of a lot of them at times, you know, to carry the club.
2: I think and, he's you know, he's done great, I think, over the course of the season, honeyman Reedy really. like you know, if you if you look at what he's contributed, like yeah, you he's got say, a few goals,
0: he's, yeah. d- 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 he's done well. Like, you know, and nobody can doubt you know, his talent. It's just, it's just just said. Yeah, you know, there is a huge weight on his shoulders because we've got nobody else, and so we can just say, oh, go and George, have a few games, come out. We'll put you on. There's none of that. That's like mm-hmm. you're out there, son you know, go and produce.
1: Just some, a couple of quick tweets before we move on because I'm just looking at the time and I do want to bring a couple of things up from the, from the book. Um, it's kind of along the same lines of what we've been talking about, to be honest, Willingale. Seven of our 12 games are against teams in the top half. Where do you see the points coming from? Or are we down already? to be honest I don't think that's a bad thing because the sides near the bottom of scrapping for the lives um, SCFC North Yorkshire what will be considered a good season for us in League 1 um, Peter Stamp do we need a miracle just some closing thoughts on, on that before we move on
0: yeah, To the championship Everybody's, yeah. everybody can beat anybody the top else. half it's thing
1: doesn't mean a lot does it a championship not,
0: really, not really you've got Maybe Wolves and Derby who would maybe yeah. the quality sides but the rest the rest are beatable. So yeah, I don't know. He played,
1: twice, we? We played yeah. Sheffield United twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: We have talked about it a few times on the show and I don't think none of us have seen anybody where you've thought it's these are a real standout team this year and they're gonna take some beating and stuff like that. Like Lee says, like maybe it's Wolves but even then they weren't like that good against us. There's nobody really there that should frighten you. If we can cut our own mistakes out and, and, and keep putting the effort in, then let's hope we've got a chance. He mm. says he's changing his mind from being pessimistic <laughs> out ten minutes ago.
1: <laughs> I just think you know, the padding uh, thing's huge for me. Um, you mentioned that Lee, you, you said you would have taken a yellow card to, to do what McManaman did and go over and, and, and have a go at Pulis because there's obviously some bad blood there. He wasn't picking McManaman at West Brom as you see in your book just after your Sunderland career you had a moment like that yourself because you and Stan Turner didn't get on it was a bit of an understatement when he was Burnley manager and then you scored against him for Northampton
0: yeah did it virtually exactly this year <laughs> yeah. uh, which you believe was the last game of the season and it was lashing down it was cold horrible day uh, really wet but uh, yeah I got ahead and supposedly afterwards we had, had a few beers with, with the with the Burnley, Burnley players obviously still, still good friends with some of them and uh, they just said he, he went in the dressing room and tore strips off the gall cable for letting them
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified
0: physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you.
1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people
2: today.
0: For letting one in because it actually did slip through his hands a little bit, so but I, I took it all dear.
1: Was that, how was that as far as feelings go? Yeah, I feelings? mean, I
0: if you read the book, I had a, a, a very much tormented time with with with, with, with Stan. Didn't get on with them at all, and really had a run in for around about nine months with them. Uh, yeah, and I, and I did meet them before that. Before I think we were playing Man City when I was at Northampton, and he come up and I threatened to punch his face in, but I kept that one out of the book. <laughs> it, was just, it was getting really too much. But uh, yeah, he was—he was an anno- annoying little fella He was mm-hmm. little. So man said, thin,
1: don't, don't worry too much if you let an F bomb slip slip <laughs> on here, because as uh, the Monday show, so we're a bit more lenient with that one. Yeah, it's like the, <laughs> yeah we would. No, we leave it in as long as it's not as long as it's not like over the top. We would just yeah. we would leave as well. in. Not that I'm encouraging you to do that. Um, a question, actually. um just you know prayers on the book Neil the White Cafu uh, long time there's no more prayers than comment just to say really enjoyed the book finished it in three days um, seems to be the norm it's three days mm. I've
0: had quite a bit of feedback three days how big is the uh, font like <laughs> oh, there's, there's a lot of pictures ones. in it no there's not <laughs> it's small font and it's a fairly thick mm. book it took me quite a long, <laughs>
1: long time I mean yeah, I, I love the book really. but I, I think it it makes you appreciate, firstly, how hard it is to become a pro footballer, which is something we've spoken to Michael Proctor about. I mean, you know, Proctor unfortunately isn't remembered for a couple of negative things at Sunderland, but he, <clears> being <throat> the same age and in the same school years as him, he was just uh, he was just on another level. Everybody was that good at school, and you know, even at that level, you're not guaranteed, and you had to go the hard way around. Yeah. And I think if you're a Sunderland fan and you're from Sunderland, particularly. Grown up on the streets of somewhere like Close or whatever, you, you you really go on that journey with you from start to finish, and, and you're rooting from. So you know you, you, you definitely need to read it, and you can get it on your website. You'll sign a copy for people.
0: I certainly will. I mean, I, I've i tried, and that's the thing. I've tried to be honest. Again, as you just said, is is grown up at school. You be yeah, you're a good player. You but you become when you come a professional footballer, you come <laughs> one of many good players and some excellent players. So and I think. It, and then it's difficult. It's, it's a mental thing, and you get injuries. I like we've just talked about. And it and it is it's it's tough. But I've tried to be honest, as well as try to put a bit of humour in it as well. In terms of the stories we have and the real stuff, the real stuff that fans really wanna wanna listen to, rather than oh we played a game when we got beat. I mean oh we won. You know, there's some fairly uh, well. I think some good stories people like. To uh, the
1: the uh, <laughs> there are. I uh, I want you to just sort of touch on a couple. Okay. Um, one oh, that had might, me actually physically, physically laughing when I well, was reading it.
2: Shall we uh, do a thing and then. A break? Because we'll, I yeah. need to put a break in go somewhere let Let's for that do effort. that. Because <laughs> otherwise I get people tweeting this going, oh, why did you so and so's mouth, break, Yeah, come come on. Go, go on then, on. do that. <laughs>
1: do always forget that bit on the Monday because you just go to ramble more dummy and start talking um okay a game in Belgium when you went out of Belgium um in between clubs I, I say we went out played got paid to play um playing in a game when you were half cut and taking a penalty yeah I was physically laughing out loud <laughs> while I was reading this
0: I yeah, uh, it was a different 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 <laughs> way of living over there so I was yeah I was 19 maybe 20 then no I was probably 19 uh and went out just the games were on a Sunday so on a Saturday I used to wander around and have a, yeah, a couple of beers maybe but, but nothing too bad so one Saturday I was invited to uh, to one of the fans as daughter's wedding as as, as as a proper guest and I just thought oh, okay I'll go along and then strict instructions keep yourself rightly so and we were sat on the table just chatting away a couple, couple of the guests could speak English so every two minutes I turned around there was a Oh, half of Stella, because it was a, they call it a shop then. It was just a little glass of Stella. So I just kept having a drink, having a drink. Before I knew it, it was like oh, half past two in the morning. Yeah. that wasn't. <laughs> I was a bit staggered. <laughs> but my friend of mine who was playing at the time uh, he just said, "Look, I'm doing my uh, uh, national service. I've got to be up, and I'll drop you. Come sleep at mine." So, far. so he got us up. Got to raise around about three. He woke us up at six for a cream cake. <laughs> Went back dropped us off at the hotel. Got picked up at the uh, the president's son to the uh, big match as well. It was it was a, it was a table table top clash, uh, and I was the most hungover man in the world. But I ended up scoring a winner. Should, should, I don't don't think I should get into much more detail no, than that. No, but it was uh, it but uh, yeah, it was uh, horrendous and and I nearly got the sack. <laughs> and I nearly got but the it sack. That was
1: kind of the beginning of the end for you. That wasn't it anyway. Uh, right the of a- No, that was to
0: be, the, the beginning of the end. Was a new manager. We got promoted to promotions. A new manager came in, and, and things started to change. But I was there two and a half years. Oh, right. Scored a lot of goals mm. uh, over there. Didn't get too many red cards either. Uh, strangely enough, I think because they didn't understand us. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was. For two years, it was a very enjoyable time, uh, but uh, the last, then it was tough and that was before the bossman as well, which, which made things really, really difficult.
1: Mm. I, I mean, it's, it's worth reading for that story, though, know, and just go, just go and read it, uh, is all <laughs> yes. I'd say. Um, I'll give, provide some context for this one for some of our listeners who may not be aware. Um, when you joined Sunderland, we were in a, a sort of similar position to what we are now, really, where we we're struggling for survival at this tier of uh, English football. Peter Reid is acknowledged for coming in and, and turning things around and keeping us up by the skin of our teeth. He actually did it with a game to spare. The season before that, or two seasons before that perhaps, um, we played Notts County yeah. in, in the last game of the season um, where we I think we stood up by two goals or something because we lost the game. Yeah, there, there was two from seven. Mm. It was two went
0: down from 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 seven that day, and I remember I wasn't involved in the squad, but I was down with mm. the
1: team. It's a more Sunderland thing in the world because I, I can remember I was about twelve or something, and I can remember how built up the game was. You know, let's let's get a draw, win, and stay up. And Sunderland took thousands of fans down there, and of course we were three 0 down at half time because it's Sunderland. <laughs> um, so we've got a question in relation to that, uh, which is from Mike uh, Mickmax78. What was the dressing room like after that away game at Notts County in '93? Were the players aware of the situation where Sunderland supporters were pasting ten shades of shit out of each other in the away end? Absolutely crackers that afternoon.
0: Half-time was worse. The full-time, I think, was just relief uh, and and nothing really was said until I got on the bus and I let rip uh, because that was it. I was a fan. I'd actually watched lads in the main stand hitting each other, which to me was was horrendous. Uh, It was the most... I don't think it's the lowest I've ever been as a, as as a, as a, watching a game as a son. and fire. I thought I found that really hard. But the uh, the time dressing room, I thought Butch would just tear strips off everybody because we're three 0 down, and he just sat there in silence, complete silence. And I was looking around thinking, what the was <laughs> going on? There must be somewhere. And then it wasn't until Gary always stood up and said, "Come on, you had to go at Butch," and all hell broke loose. Everybody was grabbing each other. There was there was very uh, very much. Uh, a free for all, really, and everybody telling each other what they thought, which was more like it. And then everybody just fell out and then went on the pitch. And I, I, I think we, I think somebody's I think somebody scored a penalty. I think we got a penalty. I can't really remember. It was just a blur. But uh, yeah, full time, I think we're just happy to get away and just leave each other's company.
1: Mm. I mean, that was, you know, if it's any comfort of Sunderland fans going through this now, that was pretty much where I was used to growing up, wasn't it? We had that one, and then we nearly went down the season after that as well. So we, we've been here before, there's just something worse yeah. about it happening with the stadium as big as it is. It some,
3: some of us here are old enough <laughs> to remember going down to the old third division, yeah. and that was terrible.
2: Yeah, that was I uh, was around then too. I remember having my photo taken with a third division trophy <laughs> <there laughs> in, the, in, the, uh, in the club shop
0: the, well, at yeah.
2: Roker Park. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: we, we we,
2: yeah, we don't want to be
1: going back to them no. times. Somebody's asked what your favourite thing from Greg's is. I don't know why they would want to know that. You know, puzzle look. Uh, no. He doesn't he's a healthy eater, say, ladies Stakes and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> do There's a story in there um about Mickey Gray being a bit worse for wear, which people would be unsurprised um to hear as well yeah. on a on a pre season trip.
0: Yeah, we again I like guess all pros at the time. We, we uh, were struggling, but we pulled uh Tottenham out the hat for a fourth round FA Cup tie and it was gonna be live and then there wasn't many live games. I was it was one of few. So the club decided that they'd fly us out to Fringarola to for a, uh, a mid-season break and obviously to train for the you know, look forward to and really professional get everything done. So we landed there. <laughs> we were out as soon as we landed. You know on a curfew, but everybody missed it. Uh, and then we were all in a pub, some some square in Fringarola, and the Mickey came in half cry and half cut, saying somebody just punches in the eye. So we all went out to find out what was going on. Uh, anyway, you read the rest of the book, it, it ended up in 50 cups, and then later found out that uh, Mickey deserved it, put it that way.
1: <laughs> Again, people <laughs> might be unsurprised <laughs> to hear that. The famous story that goes around with Mickey Gray, isn't it, that he's, uh, was from his mum, where he, he used to come home mortal drunk and do a head-in, and then he came home demanding to go to get a lift back down the town. One night, so she put him in the car and just kept driving around the block. knowing fine well, he would go to sleep, and he did. <laughs> and he was in the <laughs> car all night asleep. That, that's what I say. Was, I was we used to go. to go out, we
0: used to go out all day, <laughs> and some yeah, most of the time. So we on a Wednesday we able to of do up so we'd go out all day, and then we'd have, a, have about five or six, and Mickey would be gone. Yeah, would, I was
3: going to say to be fair to Mickey he's not the he's not the best uh, drinker as we are. Not to put him in a taxi yeah. from the times on a Sunday afternoon to send him up. He's not, he's not known for his drinking prowess.
0: I used to have to carry him from pub to pub yeah. and just lay him down. And then by the time I got her about 10 o'clock at night, when we are all always for fun was worse for
2: he'd wide awake. Wanting to go out.
1: Well, Lee's going to join us for a, for our live show. You want to <clears> give <throat> that a plug, Gareth?
2: Yeah, so you can, um, the tickets are available now, Twenty. Third of April, Monday night. Twenty quid there. I was going to say that last lo- no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, so twenty third of April at the Peacock. Um, it's five a ticket. You can get them online. Um, if you've got Wisemansee dot co uk, you'll see the link on the left hand side there. Um, and obviously, we'll be promoted on social media. Um, They're putting the drinks
1: special on apparently. Well.
2: They are but I don't want to say how much it's going to be because he said to us one day and I don't want to I, I, less than three pounds for a pint for a certain pint was the we're in negotiations imagine that because um, yeah, we do get age. that complaint a lot from well, people, some of some, owners, some, people, some people some yeah. people complain about your made to complain about it, Stephen <laughs> nobody else's <laughs> does um, and then yeah the guests though most importantly Lee Howie, obviously and uh, Stephen Elliott as well so we don't usually get two on, because we've been doing the Peacock at the, on the Saturday, we thought we'll double down, get two guests, so I to fire a ticket, and get yourself along, mm. 23rd of April definitely, um, come along, what happens is usually people go, i wait and wait, and then loads of tickets go, and then there's a big panic on to get tickets at the end, so don't do that, buy them now
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you, right get, now, <laughs> get your holidays in that was his sales, that was his sales pitch
2: mm. yeah, yeah it was,
1: and we had a sure uh the weekend as well the peacock darren williams oh yeah darren williams very good again it was good
2: wasn't it it was interesting with the audience as well this time i felt as well audience a lot of interaction was a lot of interaction Mm -hmm. with the audience this time um yeah it was really good wasn't it and obviously uh he's had some interesting stories about um obviously living in middlesbrough (laughs) so (laughs) similar to uh, yeah i had a chat with him
0: a couple of weeks ago one about the middlesbrough game coming up and he had his window put in or his mum and dad did at that,
2: oh, yeah, that he, time. He had a panic. He's got a. He had a panic button yeah, yeah, on yeah. his on his phone direct dial to the
1: police. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah. yeah. We did question if It, it was, it was a to move away from Middlesbrough, <laughs> but you know, well, I mean, his, his idea is why should I? Why should I? Because yeah, maybe you won't get your windows put out. You won't have, <laughs> have the police on speed dial on your phone. But uh, no, thanks and to that, him for that, and uh, thanks to Lee and Gary I feel for like joining like we've forgotten
2: something. Don't know why.
1: Well, we, we tell you what we haven't done yet. A question of the week to give a copy of oh, No Google we haven't and we'll, still keep, we'll just keep we forgetting to do it no. We'll have to come up I with a good one I still haven't
2: sent those tin burgers in the post <laughs> Have you not? <laughs> no they're under See? the bed <laughs>
1: somebody will be fuming There won't be There will be no,
2: right I'll, I'll do it in the next ten days real <laughs> <laughs> oh, commitment that commitment, 10, yeah, ten days yeah, I'm trying to think when I'm going to get the post office to get the, the bag and everything to sort
1: it out well, You're in between jobs now aren't you?
2: I'll start my new job tomorrow
1: well, you've had a few days. You've had a yeah, window. You've had a window. Been a, been he, a man busy. of leisure.
2: Oh well, you know what it's like when you get a window at home. <laughs> <laughs> I've got these jobs. Easy in itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Four days gone. So, no to be fair, it wasn't housework. I don't have to do like DIY, and I can't do that. I'm terrible. At it. I'm with you on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to put people on the spot. We're going to go out now. I'm going to ask for a number between one to ten of how confident you are Sunderland will stay up. Ten being ultra-confident, one being not very confident. Gary?
3: I've gone from three to about six. In, in, spaces, in the space ten of ten minutes. Show, yeah. In the space of the short, <laughs> I'm sticking with six. Gareth?
1: Thought we were
2: going to stay up. Yeah. So Because we did go down the other week. Not well, I've, to, I've been mixing it. things up a little bit. That will stay up. Four.
1: Yeah, Lee? Five. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it's 50-50.
2: That's
0: all
1: I can say. I'm at about... Five as well,
0: four
3: and a half minutes. You were
1: talking about like the way you were talking earlier. I thought it was going to be a seven. Yeah, but before the the Murlsberg game, I was on like two or something. <laughs> ask actually, after, was I actually was. I ask two. after the
2: Millwall, because we'll know. I think we'll we'll know a lot about them after that Millwall game because that's that's not the kind of place you go and hide exactly. Hmm. You can, no,
3: again, I've been in the press box there. You, you do go and hide when you go to <laughs>
2: but you know that that'll be the test. Let's see. Let's see if they can do it there mm. and compete mentally, because that's the if they compete mentally, they're in the game. So many times this season, recently as well, we haven't competed mentally and we've we've gone. So, yeah. so sometimes it's not even about ability with this lot. I think mm. it's just a lack of lack of mental application, staying in the game and competing and. Does it get easier because Aston Villa's after that? Isn't it? Well, you know, Villa at home might not be as bad as as you know. Sometimes when I play the better teams,
0: yeah, they're under a lot of pressure, you know, and they they they've come come stuck a couple of times. So grabbing and uh, yes, back. Yeah, but then you've got the added panache of, of mm. Bruce being there and all that sort of stuff. So hey, do you know what? We're in every game at the beginning, so let's... let's just said, well, let's, let's hope people show. are a bit
2: kind to of him, obviously, with the situation that he's got going on at the moment with his uh, family and that. Uh, yeah, Brucey. to
1: be fair, uh, yeah, we, I think he brought a lot of that on himself <laughs> by rewriting history, to be honest. But
2: uh, I think, do you know what it is about that? Um, I think it was just he was so gutted that he lost the job. And, you know, I quite like him, to be honest. I think he seems like a good bloke. and It's oh. a bit of a shame, you know, when you think about what we've had since. Yeah. And I'm not being revisionist, but... Yeah. When you think about what we've had since, not I'm saying that wasn't the right time to get rid of him when we did, by the way. But what we've had since, he's been, <laughs> he's in recent, near one history. Of, in recent yeah, in history. In recent, recent history, history, he's, one, he's one, of one of the better back, ones. He, they was they back,
1: he was back though as well. Though, yeah, so let's not yeah, let's not forget yeah. that he was financially back. So I'm sure we'll talk about that anyway on Thursday when we speak about the um, Millwall game. Millwall, Millwall. Game. yeah, right. Okay, thanks for listening.